Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 25 of The Tantalus Tales. If this is your first time listening, might I suggest starting at episode 1, Gnome Sweet Gnome. As our show is episodic, and you're definitely going to get spoiled this episode if you decide to listen to it first. Uh, however, I'm not your dad. So if you want to listen to this episode first, I can't stop you. <laughs> so enjoy this Between the Chapters episode of the Tantalus Tales. just finished the the uh the world with the felis uh with your kappa 4889 right? is that uh kappa 4489 uh yeah that uh 4889 yeah yeah that sounds right yeah you're Katniss or whatever your name is or whatever your name is right Malky, you said it earlier. Oh, Malik. Malik. It's Malik oh, and Sarah. Malik. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're correct, Malik. Malik. You got it right. Uh, yeah. So you guys just got back. Uh, you guys now have, uh, you have brought back Yanko. Yanko is now uh, a, a member of the Cantos Institute. He has been indoctrinated. Yes. Yeah. He left uh, Sam and Ryan back on his world now that it's all situated and safe. More or less. More or less. I mean, the big issue was taken care of. No, you you didn't kill that many. We're better at it. I killed. We killed like one person, maybe you, two. You you, you fucking murdered one of them. Yep. That guy's one dad. of them was just that. The guy's dad is. Uh, he was angry and attacked me. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so you guys return after. Dropping off your uh, report with the twins, and you you make your way with Yanko to show him around a bit, including the local tavern that uh, Bakar became so familiar with. But as I'm you, a regular now, yeah, yeah, Bakar's uh, the bar is Bakar's familiar. Yes, <laughs> I wonder if, if if you used find familiar, would it just bring you a like construct of a bar? Sure, probably. That would be fucking fantastic. You just drop a like a big bar right there in the middle of nowhere. Like Secondly, just... let's let's call it an inn so that way I also have a bed. No, you have to have a second. <laughs> That's just a bar. No, it's just no, it isn't. It's just the bar. You slept at the bar. Yep. You passed out on the table. I'm an employee technically now. <laughs> They've got a car sized cock. Yeah. Cot in oh. back. Cot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's not a very, very big average. cot. Oh no. It's yeah. it's not bigger than cheese. But... <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you welcome uh, Yanko to the bar. Uh, what what's the bar's name? Uh, Bakar. Um, the feisty goat. Let's go with. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What, I just... what was it? The feisty goat. 
the feisty goat. Like, all right, Euro yeah, trip. <laughs> That's the bar that they walk into in England, and they meet all the Manchester United players and almost kick their ass. So maybe What's not the, the feisty goat. <laughs> I just yeah. picked a random thing to think of. You guys pick one. See if it's better. This is not my it bar. It is your bar, Bakar. You go ahead. You well, here. It. Here, here we go. Uh, Bakar, pick a uh, adjective. Stripe. Uh, striped T. Pick an animal. Um, well, I gotta go with the dragon. Yeah! Okay, and uh, the striped dragon feels like it's missing something. What's it missing, uh, Spencer? Mm, roost. Striped dragon roost. Striped dragon roost. Alright, sure. The striped dragon striped with two peas no it's no, that's one. stripped that's stripped the stripped dragon roost no, spotted dragon okay work better. okay this is getting me a lot of um, rick and morty vibes <laughs> the striped dragon roost perfect you uh welcome yanko to your probably at this point your favorite place in the institute the striped dragon roost you pull up a seat for him uh, and help him up to the bar. They have the best fries in all of the world. Oh, yeah. In all of... Well, are they technically in a world? Now that... All of the world. Now that all, like, the galaxy's kind of open to us, does that really mean much? It means it here. I mean, the best fries on the Institute, I mean, for sure. I mean, if they say it's in the world, you just gotta think, okay, I guess... Yeah, but there's a local bowling alley that says they have the world-famous Jello shots. Yeah, I mean, it's flavors. like saying local versus continent versus in or on Earth, except we just say world, even if it doesn't exist Yonko, here. Yonko, you gotta come down to the park. They have the best mini-golf in the galaxy. <laughs> uh, but as as you guys uh, settle in, um, uh, Yonko looks very excited and uh, looks at all the, uh, the the drinks behind the bar and and says, Bakar, uh, hmm, uh, what would you recommend? Uh, so I'd recommend the best fries in the world, and then also get some decent. Okay, this is gonna sound very high, but uh, ranch. <laughs> get some ranch. Ranch. <laughs> ranch on everything. Very meant, midwestern. I meant, meant a drink, maybe. Um, no, no, that's the drink. Oh, gross. <laughs> Get out. oh God, I'm gonna throw up. I mean, there's some um, bourbon that's called bourbon. What, just a nice stout? I don't drink that. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. As you guys are uh, milling around, deciding what to drink, some of the uh, institute, I guess, town folk works. What have we called them? Uh, I don't think we've called them anything. Uh, residents of the Institute there. come in and they they see you and they recognize you because at this point you've got pretty much a perfect score of uh, a perfect ratio of uh, a win-loss ratio yeah, for Worlds. two out of two. That doesn't happen often because more often than not when, when rectifiers go to Worlds, they tend to come back with uh, survivors because... They have very rarely been able to save worlds, and so your so we're making them all look bad. So your reputation has uh, grown a bit among the institute as uh, this team of rectifiers that is actually rectifying things, and 
you've got a, a bit of a celebrity status amongst these people. And so they come in and they wave cards and uh, cash at the uh, the bar staff, buying you drinks. And so... This is why I'm a drunk. And this is why you're a drunk, yes. And so they all they they all they buy you drinks and get you get you well on your way uh after a couple drinks yanko starts to like sway in his tall chair at, at bar stool no, on he's the in uh, a high chair like a little kid oh, i'm he's, gonna he's, i'm just gonna put make him sure in a high chair <laughs> so you switch it out for a high chair and lock him in place and he's just swaying in his high chair and he he says hi i really <gasps> like this stuff i have an and i tell the bartender just get him some water <laughs> i would recommend the iced tea he won't he won't know the difference <laughs> it's like Here, try this <laughs> iced tea <laughs> try this cointreau it's pretty good yeah <laughs> yanko has has not drank a lot and he's a he's a fairly small uh uh cat person cat person i forgot what they're called now holy felices felices thank you he's a fairly small felis as they continue to buy you drinks uh one of the townsfolk uh one of the uh the the residents goes ah tell us a story you guys tell us a story because at at this point there there's not really there aren't movies and stuff like this most most entertainment is is uh told through story and song and all this stuff and if, Occasionally in the written word, but they get a lot of their entertainment from hearing about adventures from the rectifiers. So, Oren, why don't you tell them about your first adventure? All right. So there we were, right? On the road, traveling. We had our friend Richard. He was still with us. Wasn't dead yet. Uh, Richard? Richard? Who's Richard? Oh, he's a paladin that we used to be. used to be in our party. He didn't make it. I thought you were almost going to Richard say the Crimson. Well, I wouldn't say he's our friend. He's just a valued comrade. Colleague? Sure. So anyway, uh, we beat the crap out of these wolves. Oh my god, were they pathetic. So when we get to this town, <laughs> this we were basically going to... Shut, shut up, my car. I'm telling a story. <laughs> anyway, so we got to this town. Uh, they were doing a mission there, right? We were answering a summons. And we got there, and the guard, he would not wake up. He kept falling asleep the whole time. Uh, anyway, we got to the mayor... And I asked him about what the heck was going on. He sent us to the sheriff. And the sheriff was all like, well, I'll help you out. And all that elf over there, he's pretty nice. And I'm like, this happens every time I meet a dwarf. <laughs> so <laughs> then they pointed us in the direction of a guy who'd recently suffered some disappearances. And we met him in the bar. And that guy was all like, my prize cow is gone. It's all gone. Oh, my wife disappeared too. That's not so great either. So we followed him back to his farm, and uh, we searched around and saw things had been dragged away. And boy, did he not care about his wife. I don't know. He was insensitive. So, And then we met this really smelly librarian ogre. Just couldn't stand staying the there. smell. That guy. What was his name? Oh, I don't even remember. Um, uh, Something uh, like Dewey? Yeah. Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. yeah, Dewey and his ridiculous odor. In fact, I think that's what his species was, too. Or was it ogre? Either one. There was a really creepy room in his library, too. Somehow he didn't, he didn't know he had it. And uh, we found it, and it was just covered in symbols everywhere. It was kind of scary, so I didn't stay in there very long. After that, we uh, uh, putzed around town. Oh, yeah, a bit. there was a mother. We gathered up the, got the clues, and we went to the uh, what was it, the scare, the, the creepy fortress in the woods. Yeah. And as we were traveling there, we ran into some owl bears. We murdered one of them, and that car, like, he just skinned it, and he's still hey, wearing the hat. I skinned it. I didn't. I didn't. 
I actually have it saved away. It was for my daughter. Yeah. Was, and then as we were hiding, dead, I'm just... the thing's owner came up and started crying his eyes out. Oh my god, I was so moved I wanted to throw Bakara right at him right there. <laughs> Not my fault. Didn't know it had an owner. I know, but still wearing the hat right now, aren't you? Not an ounce of remorse. Anyway, so, so we got to the spooky fortress, and we fought our way through a bunch of really weird cultists. And when we were... Uh, and, uh, things just started getting crazy by that point. Like, I didn't even know what was going on. And finally, uh, uh, first rector for me came up. I, I'm not sure what her name was. I forgot. It's some kind of um, makeup, Rouge. like foundation or eyeshadow. One of those things. Rouge. Oh, right. Rouge. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> then a big thing fell out of the sky. Richard died, and we ended up here. And I think our entire, <laughs> and our entire planet was destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah, is our planet they, uh, destroyed uh, wonderful to you? I didn't say that, did I? I'll have to rewind the tape. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> so, as you finish your story, the the crowd has gotten bigger, and they uh, just cheer for you. And and uh, another uh, one of the townsfolk says, oh, another round on me! I'll take Drinks that. get poor, and... Only water for the feluses. If I'm going to tell a story, I'm going to need a... A twisted tea. He named it after himself. Nice. Oh my god. Hey, you're a regular here too. They have a car. I don't know. <laughs> Need another Mai Tai. There's a, a little child that, that runs up to you, T, and looks you in the eyes and just with kind of a, a happy, excited face, cause, says, Mister, would you, would you tell me another story? <laughs> oh, do sure. It, do, it. do I do have it. a great story for you? <laughs> We got beamed to this beautiful planet that only a miner could love. Entering the way that only Bakar can. <laughs> we spotted a group of bandits, and he ran straight for them, screaming. And uh, he cut one in half. It was awesome. Woo! It was great. We yeah. saved the dwarves that they were robbing. We got all their tropium safe so we could get it to uh their destination was it wait oh no that we uh we then snuck in as guards to uh infiltrate their town undercover we met this huge dick who owned the tropia mines (laughs) basically slave labor not to mention Mm -hmm. we later found out that it was destroying the world what was that uh, dick's name again it was like um, uh, Zabos? Was that him? Zabos? I thought that was yeah. the name of the town. No, I think it was the name of the guy running it. Did he name the town after him? Maybe. It makes sense. God, he's such a dick. Yeah, he was. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, not revealing ourselves, we took a job for him, because we wanted to find out more information ourselves. We went into this mine... And let me tell you, it was a long-ass walk down that tunnel. But something did come out. Something good came out of it for me. Uh, Oh, I love a story with a happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) We walked down the stupidly long tunnel, and then we heard something. And this elf over here thought it would be a great idea to shoot a flaming arrow down the tunnel. Oh, yeah, I did. It was pretty. Uh, yeah, he hit something. And later... I always hit something when I shoot. True. 
Usually the ground. <laughs> um, well, I found this great spell book. And I just I plop it down and I say, but the only issue is it was made by a dyslexic wizard, and I have no idea what it says. And the even bigger problem is this elf just shattered that wizard. <laughs> so we can't even ask him. Dude, I remember that. That was ridiculous. And then after I kind of got over that, I was looking around this whole cavern. Now that's lit. And we see all these dwarf statues. We're like, what is happening? We finally... There should be dwarves. We find a basilisk, and turns out that he turned them all into stone. So naturally, so stoned. naturally, we would just kill them. And then uh, we ended up saving all those miners, and even a few of them became followers of the Great Cthulhu. Because of our <laughs> divine faith, mm-hmm. I started gathering these fathers. You could even say it was the start of a new chapter. For my life. <laughs> After a great defeat, though, of this basilisk, word got around, and the local religion found out. And boy, did they want to talk about their religion. They led us to one of their leaders, and they wanted to talk about their god, and they did not stop. I mean, they would have put the door-to-door religious salesman on Earth to shame. <laughs> but at the end, they did promise to show us their god, so it was kind of worth it. I didn't think I'd be amazed by such a big object. I mean, this was... It was an egg. Boy, was it huge. Oh my god. But it was... It just filled up an entire cavern. You couldn't even see where it ended. And then... I didn't really care about it that much. It was like, cool, it's just an egg. But they were like, no, touch it. So I touched it. (laughs) Once I put my hand on it, it just, energy just started filling my brain. And it was like I was experiencing that egg's journey. Which it doesn't sound like it would be a very long time because it's a freaking egg. But it went through millions and millions of years and how it collected all this material and it became a planet. But then it all went dark and it did not have a good feeling anymore. And it was because of these miners stripping the whole planet. I felt this motion of the egg and it was weird. Because I don't really care about other other gods. But this this dick was ruining the planet. <laughs> so we had to stop it. Zappos? Yeah. We had to stop that strip show. Stop it. Strippers could not be on this planet anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were kind of thinking, how do we stop these? And we decided that we got to close the mines. And of course, right when we're in the middle of this whole experience, Zappos men show up. 
and they try to kill us because they don't want to stop the mining and these are kind of like rebellious forces so naturally we kill all of them too did we save a couple for questioning oh i think we, we i tried and then they, well, i think we tried they, like it, like got them killed anyway oh yeah, yeah they, they killed them murdered them yeah oh yeah and then <laughs> there was that so what do we do after we kill those people i think we let a revolution wasn't it you started yeah. calling that word for a new government or society yeah, yeah. we uh blew up all the mines and it really only cost the life of one person which was a great deal yeah it's a steal man she she sacrificed herself and then we were like oh let's go back to uh zabo's place and because he just tried to kill us and it turns out he was already dead a different dude killed him the number two in the company and boy was he number two Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> See, you thought he was nice, but he was just as big a dick as Richard. Or, yeah. Oops. <laughs> Zappos. I take that back. <laughs> Richard was not a dick. I mean, he kind of was. He just kind of sucked. Oh, that's true, I guess. But, yeah. He was a dick. He just, you know, had problems. Yeah. With hitting things. Anything. And getting hit. Uh. <laughs> yeah. That guy was crazy. When we told him there was no more mining, and we came up with a mushroom economy for him, oh, a he brilliant was plan. livid. Yeah. His eyes started glowing, and he transformed. I don't really know what happened to that guy, but... We were yeah. going to fight him, but then he ran away. Regardless, regardless, <laughs> the most important takeaway of that story was all my followers, but... To be honest, I could have gotten the whole planet if these two weren't a bunch of Bible blockers. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still growing in numbers. We're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. The mushrooms were more important at the time. <laughs> Everyone there is stoned now all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great economy. We're making a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who came up with the mushroom idea first? Was it UT? Or was it like... Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I just... I thought uh, it was oh, no, a person we called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Now I remember. We may have interpreted it differently than the spider meant, but... I got oh. the job done. Yep. It's a stable economy and a healthy planet. Yep. healthy I mean, so uh, it has my followers that needs to start thriving. <laughs> so uh the little uh little uh, uh child who asked you about a story beams up at you just excitedly it's like they 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 have they have mushrooms all the mushrooms you can stand millions of them caves Remember, eat them not smoke them they eat them yeah and she smiles uh, big ear-to-ear -ear smile and uh, rushes back to her mother going, they have mushrooms! They have mushrooms! They have mushrooms! Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, another big cheer from everyone. Mushrooms! <laughs> I don't even like mushrooms. <laughs> and uh, another voice pops up from the back. You got anything else for us? Well, 
we got our recent one that we went on. I take a swig of my uh, bourbon, bourbon. You gotta talk like you're drunk. You know, everyone here's lit. Let's do. I mean, honestly, honestly, Bacar's probably stone sober at this point. I have not had enough to drink. <laughs> uh, speaking as a as a noble wood elf, uh, dude, I I'm pretty lightweight, so get into it. I mean, can I, I tie one on? I'm just it's staying there, really. I mean, considering I have pretty high constitution, I'm pretty tied. Twisted T is all I need. Well, I, I failed my con save today, so I'm out. Actually, should we roll for constitution to see how drunk we are? God. Well, we already told our story, so it doesn't matter how drunk we get. Yeah. N- no, it's now before Bakar has to tell the story. Well, what I want to see, Bakar, uh, as you guys are arguing about who's the drunk one, uh, one of the patrons comes up to you and grabs a bottle from behind the the uh, the counter and pours a shot into your glass and a shot into his own glass and and looks at you and says, "Oh, Bakar, for all the times you've sat here together." Drink with me! Tell me your story! And he clinks his glass to yours and downs the, uh, what would probably be a full glass to a normal person. It's just a shot of, a uh, big shot of whiskey. A glass of whiskey, uh, and tells you to shoot it with him. As you do so, I want you to roll me a, uh, con check. Okay. Ooh, okay. So I got a 22. You're starting to feel it, but you don't feel it yet. He looks at you and he goes, Mmm, your eyes don't look as glossy as they used to, my boy. And he grabs the bottle again and pours you one more. Oh, no. (laughs) And uh, I want you to roll me another one with disadvantage. Oh, crap. All right. Okay, that got worse. That is now a seven. There we go. Yes. My boy, you look look just as, just as, uh, Glossy-eyed as the night we drank together, and we woke up at this this bar together, and they they kicked us out onto the curb, and we drank some more. Tell us all a story. We're here to hear from you. All right. So we went to this place with a bunch of cats, and we were dressed up as cats. And as you say, cats, uh, Yanko in his high chair, he had started to fall asleep. He go, well, that's me. <laughs> And it falls back this asleep. One. This one. Like and I Mickey start Mouse. patting him on his head. <laughs> when he's drunk, he sounds like Mickey Mouse, apparently. Yeah. And as I'm I'm petting uh, him on his head, I'm just continuing it. And so we met this guy, and he made sure that we were not attacked by other, other uh, uh, felices. That's what they're called. Then we went into this town, and they were all really sick. And they were really, like, glossy over, so instead of, like, I mean, they started going towards us, so we were, were like, maybe we should attack them. And we decided just to hit them unconscious because they were just sick people. And we t- t- tied them to a tree. And then after that, there was a bunch of things that I don't really remember. Uh... Jesus, how much have you been drinking? <laughs> um, We went to this hut. Her- was it Harold's Hut? Harold's Holy Healing Hut. The 4-H Club. <laughs> oh yeah my second favorite 4-H club he said some things that i wasn't paying attention to uh but then we went to this place that had an underground like lab of some sort with uh machinery and oh yeah in the middle of it we went on an adventure 
and I was a red wizard. <laughs> it was weird. Um, one of them was a giant mascot, I think, and then there was a wolf head. I was, was me, me. I was the wolf man. Yeah. Then someone tricked us there, and we fought skeletons and more skeletons, and then a giant skeleton, and someone tricked us, and then we didn't do well on that job, but we did our job still. Skeletons. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> then we came back, and then we saved the other Felices, and then <laughs> I kind of start falling asleep in the middle of my story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then we came back, and then we went to another lab, and then we fought things and saved more feluses. And there was a rock monster and some tentacles, and I felt really good about that. And... <laughs> they were they were nice and squishy. <laughs> and then um, a door was trapped, and now I hate doors. So I decided to knock on Harold's hut, and then Harold was being really suspicious with his chair, and so I thought I'd move it, and it wouldn't budge, and that was stupid, so everyone else tried to do it, and then he got really mad that we kept trying to move his chair. Yeah. And it turns out he was actually really evil. I think he's the one that moved it, right? Cause... Yeah, that's yeah, right. Gonna push yeah. Over. yeah, he fell. <laughs> it was real hard. It's kind of embarrassing. Um... Yeah, and then we kind of went through hell multiple times. Yeah, we all went. At first, it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of terrifying. But honestly, afterwards, it was kind of like a ride. Kind of got like get a used to the people there. Got to go on the ride at least. Once. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you get used to nice to all the things there. Yeah, it was it was actually kind of nice. Still hurt, but you know, kind of nice. I've uh, of these guys because of it. Yeah. yeah, and then um. We realized that we still hadn't cured the people, and we didn't have the healing hut anymore, the 4-H club. And so we, uh, I decided to stuff one of the people with more of the serum that we found, because I wanted to see what would happen. And then he got super angry and hurt me, and so he also called off, called a bunch of his groupies with him, and then we ran, and then I hurt him, because you don't hurt the car. And I, like, and I decided to stuff a bunch of them with arrows. Because that's what I do. And then, uh... Yeah, poor guy. What was the guy's name actually? What was it? Is actually or was it literally or... Yeah, his name totally? was actually. Yeah, Yeah, I got it right! Then, was it Spider or Owl who? It was Owl Guy, wasn't it? <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, owl who? That, that dude, yeah. Sparks? Found the Hoot cure? Yeah. Sparks, was it, was it Sparks or... It was Spider neither of them. It was Nikolai. <laughs> oh, Nickel! Jesus. It was Nickel. Well, that's a Nickel. <laughs> and Nickel cured them, and then everything was fine, and then we kind of bounced out because actually Car his father died, and it's not my fault, and yeah, and we did actually a really good job because everyone actually survived, suspicious and we didn't kill that many people. The car there. <laughs> that's suspicious it's great everything's great shut up i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> there's another roaring applause from the townsfolk as more coin is exchanged for more refreshments kodiak the rock gnome bartender dashes frantically behind the bar as we pull back and into hawthorne's study as he's thumbing through the report from the twins we see the corner of his window begin to get a bit frosty once we return to the celebration in the bar 
over the noise of the patrons cheering, none of you notice that the windows in the bar begin to frost over as well. As we pull away once more, the outdoor segment of the Institute is completely covered in a thin layer of frost as snowflakes begin to fall from the sky despite the lack of clouds. From the direction of Vern's shop, hearty laughter can be heard as the chiming of bells begins to play over this wonderfully wintry sight. Silhouetted in the frosty window of the striped dragon roost, our heroes revel along with the townspeople, unaware of the unusual storm brewing just outside their door. Hey everyone, it's Taylor, your DM and lore master. <laughs> I've missed you. How have you been? Now you may be wondering why a Between the Chapters episode got a full number. Usually we give our Between Two Chapters episodes a .5. Well, I figured this one did more moving the plot forward than our usual Between Chapter Level Up episodes, so it earned its number. <laughs> Not that many of you were asking, I just thought I'd explain. The second half of this episode is leveling up our heroes to level 6, uh, so for those of you that enjoy hearing that type of content, uh, feel free to stick around. I put it towards the end because I know that's not everyone's cup of tea, so I figured we'd get the, the real meat of the, the episode uh, out of the way in the beginning and save this for those who enjoy uh, le the level up process uh, and the strange things that we get up to when we uh, are left to our own devices, so to speak. But yeah, I'll see you at the end. Enjoy the level up segment. For your leveling up, you guys are about to level six. Yeah. And for your HP, uh, we'll ju you just get whatever the max is for it, because I like the idea of you having enough HP that I can throw stuff at you and not worry about you dying. Not quite Wait, are we doing the leveling right now? I thought we were doing yeah, the leveling first. first. Level first. No, we're gonna do okay. the level up first since it's all right. Yeah. Since it's so short. Okay. Uh, since there's not a whole lot at level six for any of you. Um, What's the uh, help? The car. Two again. Uh, whatever your uh hit point died, like uh, Bakar's is uh ten per uh level. So. I'm not sure. Uh, right whatever I should you're probably at now. heal my character now, right? Well, yes, you will all be healed. You're back on. Oh, but on I don't your, really uh, know what mine is. What my max is. Uh, I'm just I, gonna heal it for how much it wants. I am looking it up for you, quick, Spencer. Hold on a sec. All right. Uh, well, you are a ranger. Level up. I got too many. Uh, too many things in this book. Mm, nope, that's not it. That's a paladin. I'll take that amount. I think sure. I think I think yours is eight. Um, to go up by eight health points. Oh no, yours is ten. So I just so add ten on. Go up. Yep. So uh, if it's at seventy, you go to eighty. Hmm. Um, and then T U R short. So I think yours is eight. Uh, I'm really tall. <laughs> He's tall uh, for a short yeah, guy. Yeah. There you go. I'm tall for a short guy. Um. Yeah, yours is eight, so. 62. But, uh, Bakar, you get uh, an ability score improvement, so you can do either bump up uh, one stat twice or two stats once each. Okay. I'm so jealous. So, whatever you. 
Or can I, I choose a feat? Uh, you can choose a feat if you'd like. Okay. Give me a moment. I need to pull up the. Uh, okay. Thing to see. I thought feats. yours was going to be the quickest for this one, but all right. Uh, no, I'm uh, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go for it. But I also wanted to see on the um how much if I get any modifiers if I increase certain levels. So I gotta make sure because I think you you can increase it at I have one that's at thirteen and it'll increase at fourteen the modifier. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right, well, uh, so I'll, let double you, check on that. I'll let you meander with that, and we'll uh, meander. jump over to uh, Spencer, your ranger at sixth level. You get your uh, you get improvements on your favorite enemy and natural uh, explorer improvements. So, um, I don't know if we ever did that at the beginning, but so now you get uh, two favorite enemies that you do stuff with. Well, what did I say I it was again? It was undead for one of them. Undead for one of them, and I think you said robots, but I'm not certain what the other one was. What were the other choices again? I remember talking about constructs, uh, <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, so your your favorite enemy can be aberrations, beasts, oh, celestials. Beast. That was it. Constructs beast is a good one. Uh, beasts and undead. Yeah, beasts and Are undead. Those the two you want to do. Okay. So then, uh, whenever you're up against them, you get um, uh, fourteen. It is. Mm. I could have higher wisdom. So they they're your favorite stuff. So so you have advantage on wisdom checks um to track your favorite enemies and on intelligent checks to recall information about them. Um you also get uh language spoken by either of those enemies. So you can I think beasts might be the only one that might have an... Uh, no, I don't think either of them have a specific um, language, though. Mm -mm. Like, if you if you went with Celestials, you'd get that language. Uh, if you went with Dragons, you'd get uh, Draconic. Um, Maybe I could pick Dragons instead. How many dragons? How often we run into dragons, though? Um, well, you have a dragon in your party. Yeah, but so like, but on the daily. he only speaks telepathically. <laughs> but he only speaks telepathically to T. So, I mean, he can speak regularly. And then uh, your natural explorer, you get um, which doesn't do nearly as much with us since we don't do like um we don't have any like actual terrain uh we don't do the it's all theater of the mind in ours but um with natural explorer you get uh an adept uh you're adept at uh traveling and surviving in certain regions uh such as arctic coast desert forest grasslands mountains swamps so or anywhere. the underdark uh so yeah yeah everywhere except like the um, sky okay like flying around so uh some of these pl some of these places are uh like rough terrains where it takes extra to walk through so like instead of being uh instead of being five feet to move one it'd be ten feet to move one got it um but you um uh, with your natural explorer, difficult terrain doesn't slow you or your gro group's travel. Uh, gro your gro travel. Your gropes travel. Grope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, your groping is not slowed at any nope. any space. Telepathic uh, groping. Yeah, uh, your group can't become lost except by magical means. Uh, even when you're engaged in another activity while traveling, such as foraging, navigating, or tracking, you remain alert to danger on these. Um, if you're traveling alone, you can move stealthily at a normal pace. Uh, when you forage, you find twice as much food as you normally would. And while tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact number, their size, how long ago they passed through the area. So, it, you're Aragorn, essentially. Yep, I'm a ranger. <laughs> That's exactly what yeah. I am. Yeah. Um, Was there anything else? Yeah. Uh, that is the improvements. You get a second, uh, natural explorer thing. So, uh, in place of it being like easier for you to walk across and stuff, um, we'll just have whatever the two that you you feel you're particularly good at with the survivor skill. Um, I, I pick like a, a type of terrain. Yep. Uh, and the, uh, the terrains are the Arctic one, the coast, the desert, the forest, the grassland, the mountains, swamps, or the underdark. I'm gonna go with so there's swamps particular things. and uh, deserts. I think swamps and deserts. Because yep. uh, I'm pretty sure forest you already have with the uh, the elf yep. um, stuff. So uh, swamps and what was the Desert. other one? I'm sorry. Deserts. Swamps and deserts. Yeah. So uh, you're better at surviving in those stuff. So uh, we'll say. Whenever there's a survival check, you can get advantage on for those. Alrighty. So, like, if if I send you guys to a place that has limited amount of water or something like that, uh, better it's easier at getting the water. to find stuff. Yeah, yes. you're better. You're you're better at surviving. Yep. We'll we'll figure out a way for that to work into uh, places that we send you because I'm sure I can send you somewhere that that'll be useful. Yeah. Water world. Oh, water world. <laughs> oh, oh, water world. Water world. Uh. <laughs> uh and then T uh you get uh stuff from your great old one um uh packed with your patron uh you get uh, specifically in tropic ward at this level uh so you could magically ward yourself against attack and uh turn an enemy's failed strike into good luck for yourself so when a creature makes an attack against you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on that roll. If the attack misses you, your next attack roll against the creature has advantage if you make it before the end of your next turn. So if the creature attacks you and then you attack next, you can use... Um, uh, yeah, you can use advantage on that. And that's once per uh, short or long rest. So Cool. So you just psychically make yourself better. I mean, that's pretty much what I do anyways. Yep. That's for sure. I finished leveling up. Yeah? Okay. So uh, yeah. back to Bakar. What are we going to do? I added one to my constitution and one to my wisdom. So that way they'd raise up on modifiers. Okay. Nice. Yep. And my uh, constitution went the saving um, constitution modifier is quite big now it's quite what it's quite big quite big in comparison it comparison to what it was all right and it's then, now a plus six and then just be sure at some point after we're done with this to update your uh stuff on 
already ahead of you. I already did it. Oh, you already did it. Well, perfect. Yeah. Um, this time I'm not going to be the person who lasts like an hour going, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wisdom's up, so at least, even if my intelligence is really low, at least I, I've decided to go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, perfect. Uh, so you guys are all at level six now. So uh, it's not as exciting as uh, some of the other levels. Um, I think I think level seven uh, is good for a few of you. Uh, level seven is not particularly useful for uh, T. Uh, wow! I don't think you. I don't think the next time you get something really really big, uh, T is uh, you get uh, thought shield at level ten. Thought uh, shield where you're. Yep. Your, uh, T H O T has begun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Get rid of those thoughts. It's T T H O T thought shield. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but starting at level ten, uh, your thoughts can't be read uh, by telepathy or any other means unless you allow it. So essentially, the only one that can read your mind is uh, ice. Nice. Um, but uh, then. Uh, what else goes on at A? If you get a level ability score improvement, yeah. Uh, so I think I think you all are still at proficiency bonus of three from fifth level, right? Yeah. You should be. All right, fine, Malik. You can cuddle. <laughs> he's just sitting yeah, there on my pillow. He's now. trying to. Yeah, he's trying to move my mic, and I'm just like, just, just. Go the other way, and he finally did, and I'm like, okay, now you can cuddle. Did uh, did we say you were a hunter or a beast master? Um, oh, cripes, um, hunter type, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you get at level seven, Spencer. You end up getting defensive tactics. Defensive. Yeah, which will be uh, like escaping the horde. The multi-attack defense or steel will. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun for you when you get there. And uh, when's the I next think? ability upgrade for me? Eight. The next ability upgrade is eight. Yeah. yeah. So I guess when I get my, I want to raise my, I don't know, charisma again, maybe my constitution more. Wait, my strength. Put that up by one. Probably. To tw if going wait, yeah. if going from twelve to thirteen give you another plus or is it thirteen to fourteen? Um. I think 13 it's uh, 13 same. to 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's plus two then at 13. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, at level seven, um, looks like uh, Bakar will get uh, archetype, archetype feature. How, much you, how uh, many experience points have you earned so far total? Uh. Yeah, uh, so if we're at level, it's a good amount. If we're you, at level six, then I think it has an amount we would have. Well, let me see here. if there's actually a spot for me to sh do that. It'd be 14k for level six. Sure, yeah. yeah, you've done 14k worth of uh experience, I guess. All right, because I only had 900 <laughs> written down. Oh really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever given you experience. No, you did. I wouldn't have written it down. Did if I? You hadn't. 
Uh, I don't remember ever doing that, but all right, sure. <laughs> Mental experience. There we go. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Death saves. Yeah, uh, but you'll get martial archetype improvements at the uh, seventh level, which is. I kind of wish I had a fifth edition core book to read so I could learn more of this. I have it, and I'm not using it. <laughs> I have, sure you can I have two now. Free, so. I'm using the internet right now because I don't want to get up because my cat just already laid down. They they are all over the internet. So okay. I'll just steal okay. it like I stole all the exalted books. Good. Yeah. Um, not that I'm endorsing pirating. Mm. It's not pirating. It's just all over the internet, anyways. Yeah, I yeah, didn't no, buy it's some just there. Of the it's... books. Only the ones that I, that weren't on that one site I found that had a lot of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh well, that should work swimmingly. Uh now yeah. this is this is the time we ask the um listeners if the, the car should stay as a fighter for next level or he should multi class and if he does multi class, what kind of class would he go for? Play by committee the car. Oh, I think I think that's the best one. I think that'd be hilarious. Doesn't mean I'm gonna do it because of all of a sudden I'm a wizard. I'm not gonna be able to use any spells. I just don't have the mental capacity for that. Well, yeah, I mean, certain <laughs> but, ones. I guess. <laughs> but we we understand how uh, how uh, intelligent Bakar really is. Yeah. Do I have to remind everyone his intelligence score? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Tell us what your intelligence score is. Ten. Nice. Mine's only nice. thirteen. I'm not that smart. It's my dex that's high. Yeah. My um, lowest is my intelligence. It is zero modifications, and surprisingly, his strength is pretty high. Well, uh, let's go down the list here. Uh, Bakar, what is your uh, stats right now? Uh, 18 strength. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, 12 dexterity, 16 constitution, 10 intelligence, 14 wisdom, and 12 charisma. Have I been missing uh, you some of those? A higher charisma than I thought you had. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Did I miss a couple of stat bonus of, like, attribute increases? Uh, I don't know. What are you at right now? Uh, 12, 16, 14, 13, 13, and 12. That's uh, strength 12, mm. dex 16, con 14, int tw uh, 13, wisdom 13, and charisma 12. Well, that sounds about uh, accurate because okay. just wanted to know because you don't have any that are super low like Vakar. Yeah. So I'm pretty average, except for my decks being a little higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, when I started off, I think I did bad way to go about it. Yeah, I think I just initially just said I'm just gonna have ten, like everything average at least at ten, so that I had no negatives, and then I was like, I'm gonna see how far I can get my strength up without, um, like overusing some stat points. Yeah. How about you, T? What do you got? I got a 10 strength, 16 dexterity, 12 intelligence, 13 constitution, and a 17 charisma. What's your wisdom? Wow. What? Your wisdom? Oh, my yeah. wisdom. Where are you? Uh, I think that's it's it's in that section. A ten. Oh, that makes plenty of sense. Yeah. Well, you're a charisma-based spellcaster, aren't you? There you go. Yep. 
So that's, that's all that matters. You don't have to be smart about it. You are in a cult. Yep. <laughs> I just have to be smooth talking. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. I, think I was making jokes about you know, a car when I was playing uh, Exalted. I thought my strength was five, my dex was five, my stamina was like two. And I was making like this guy yeah. is so dexterous, he's so strong, but he has no endurance at all. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get tired really easily, even though I'm like crazy buff. <laughs> so you stand there's there a really two weird. pump jump. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, is there any other questions for your uh, level up? I don't think so. I got mostly everything. I'm pretty good. I'm lucky in that I put everything in a app, so I don't have to worry about leveling up. It just does it for me. Well, that's neat. Ooh, fancy. Because last time it wasn't that good. Well, I'm just that saying. That might be good for me too, considering that my I can't read my own handwriting. God damn it. That might be a good yeah, idea. I, a, I remember some of this spell. I wrote app. some of this shit down. I'm happy. Let me see if I can drop this into the... Uh, I recently uh, purchased from the DM Guild... Um, Download that one. Download the Ranger one. Uh, come on, no, get down there. I recently downloaded all of the variants of the character sheets that have all of the class-specific uh, stuff on them. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Because now that I've got a couple at-home campaigns that use this. Um, oh yeah, is Artificer is the um one, is one of the official classes now, right? Uh yes, uh it is. Ooh. Oh, it didn't let me drop it into that. Uh, which one is our party business? Being... That's the one. Okay, cool. I once was an Artificer for another campaign, and I was a glass cannon, and I sh almost one shot at a dragon. Those are always fun to play. Yep. Um, she had to run afterwards because she was gonna get killed. <laughs> I, guess I always play DPS out. when I'm doing uh, fantasy stuff. Yeah. I don't like playing DPS. Yeah, damage per second, damage, damage dealer. I oh, oh, gotcha, 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 uh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm always, gotcha. I'm always the deeps. Yeah, I for my sniper rifle I made because I was like, I'm gonna make a sniper rifle in game. I rolled like a handful of dice for my damage. I just had to make the shot, and if I did it, I was pretty good because generally I was also stealthy. Yeah. So it was just like. Straight up, I like if something touched me, I was dead on the spot. But as long as I made my shot and ran, I'm yep. fine. Oh, fantastic! Uh, I put in, I dropped in the PDFs for specifically the fighter, the ranger, and the warlock. Ooh, so exciting. they're they're fancy. I like them. Um, fancy. Yeah, uh, it makes it a lot easier, so you don't have to constantly refer back to um, the player handbook. Some of them you do, but it gives you an outline of what everything is. Awesome. And what you get at each level. Oh, I like that. It just has, like, fighting style, second wind, action surge, martial art, or yeah. martial archetype. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very detailed, and I like it, and I'm now only using these for my at-home campaigns, so. Makes sense. Yeah. Until someone multi-classes. Well, if they multi-class, then you, they just get another sheet. No. 
and then they get to. I think I prefer games use... that don't have as much multi-classing, and they're just let it stay as rather varied and distinct. Well, we're gonna see just how uh, on the other how hand, that I works for the car. So maybe I just don't well, know. Yeah, well, I don't like. It's really good to stay within the class. I know that because you can get the better skills at the higher levels. Yeah, you want to mm-hmm. focus. You want to specialize. But, but you can also, especially if it's more roleplay based, multi-classing feels a little bit funner because then you can kind of do it based on the campaign. You have Is a Cthulhu a... pendant. Yeah. Or was it the Cat Thulu pendant? It was the Cat Thulu pendant. Yeah, that was it. yeah that's, that's different. Put I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm gonna put an A in there. I just think Thank about you. How Cat I get Thulu. In, like certain games, <laughs> we, we exchange mixed pendants. classes. Get to do like. Oh, you exchange pendants. Okay. <laughs> oh. You yeah. get upset with what? But with mixed classes, ones that can do multiple roles when they end up like doing as well as I do, despite having the ability to heal and DP and damage at the same time. So, so what you're saying is you're against mixed classes. They take my job. <laughs> oh. No, I don't mind it. I'm just kidding. As long as they get the job done, it doesn't matter to me who gets it. You know who does what and how. I once wanted to run a campaign that was Final Fantasy based on their classing, and I wanted to do a red mage. Oh, yeah, that's a class I do like, red mage. Yeah, and I was hoping to do it based on it. There's a website that has specifically for if you want to change i think pathfinder to that yeah and i love the ideas that they show up on it but also i never do mages in campaigns oh, yeah. mm. because i just it there's just a lot more to keep track of than magic users is usually my thing this is rather abnormal i want for me to actually play an archer but it's also my um my love for fantasy final fantasy 11 and my red mage during that i just mm. keep wanting to reestablish that nostalgia well, red mage ah, gotcha. at 14 now too they're great it's not the same, it though. It's still fun to play. Come on. <laughs> I mean, once you jump off... Although, to be fair, I st- I played Black Mage for two expansions, and then I changed the Samurai. I like that more, actually. Yeah. I I played as a uh, monk, and also as a white mage and a scholar for the 14, though. Those were the ones I went for, because I realized I could get more parties with having white mages and healers. Yeah, and then, yep, and then my monk always had a hard time unless I was in my um guild and or what what do they call? Uh, free I keep companies. forgetting what in free companies. It's a guild. I know. It's a link I call show. It that too. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just say guild. People know what I'm talking about. I well, I used to call them link shells because that's what all they were in Final Fantasy 11 is you just had a link well, shell. Link shells in 14 too. It's just those are Yeah, but it's not the actual it's guild not... then. So <laughs> I'm not even sure what they are. I'm not part of one. Yeah, well, you can use them for like specific things where like, oh, these are your raiding parties and they have a link shell for that. So it's more like a Well, welcome to our fan cast of Final Fantasy 11 and 14. I've never played 11. I will so talk she's Final Fantasy talk 11 with that. anyone that wants me to. Call me up. I'm fine with that. It's a podcast within a podcast. As you can see, I'm very knowledgeable on this. <laughs> 11 is. It was an intense game. It was, from what I hear. Also, really. Yeah, also you. Really you if you die, you lost your experience. And if you did not have gear for the under level, you would go around naked trying to get that experience back up or run back into town. It was 
it was a very grindy game from what I understand. Yep, and I loved it. I sat there waiting for ships for like, or uh, monsters to pop for hours, and it was just like one of those things I did homework while I was playing. Just, yeah. Versus 14, which was very, it's very instant things where you're like, you have to be constantly doing things. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So I guess that's our different attitude there. Yeah. I would not have, probably would not have liked 11. Yeah, it, it's a very specific game. It's. Well, tell me how you really feel. Oh, well, I didn't like Eureka. <laughs> they, you ever, they put something that's like a Final Fantasy XI in fourteen. It was Eureka. Extremely grindy. To the point that people hated it. Well, it wasn't... I mean, the fact they put four different zones in that wasn't fun either, but I, I slogged through it. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. uh... I think anyway, we sorry. I, th I think we've got everything set for uh level 6 now. We really cut most uh, of it, right? <laughs> oh no, I'm going to keep it in. Right. Fuck it. Why oh, no. not? Oh, <laughs> long diatribe. If anyone was on the uh, Leviathan server in Final Fantasy 11, call me. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns I miss out you guys. So it turns out some of you are uh, uh you might have a listener somewhere that uh played with you in I Final hope, Fantasy. I hope. <laughs> they'll hate me if they remember me at all I'm, I'm never telling anyone who i was because i was annoying right. i was a middle schooler and a high schooler when i played that game so i should not multi-class uh artificer i'm looking at what stats they need and i am not going to be okay with that no probably not I my think... um i don't need strength or wisdom really i need intelligence <laughs> yeah that would make sense right <laughs> Yeah, we don't know. need dumb uh, engineers. Jeez. Hey, uh, I those... can still work. It's just very specific. <laughs> right. <laughs> you well... can still hire me. I need money. <laughs> you don't need money, Bakara. You just want it. Very yeah, badly. you guys should never look at how much money I have. <laughs> well, now I just kind of want to know. Yeah. You want to know? Yeah. All right, let me look really quick. I have. Digits? It's funny because. No, it's not as like bad as I expected, but it's six thousand five hundred and one. Yeah, twice as much as me. Yep, I like looked at your guys's and I was like, "Oh, I wonder how much you guys have." And I was like, "Oh, well, okay." I did give you a bunch just... at one point, remember? What this? What you have for gold? Yeah. Yep. Oh shit! I haven't even looked at that. I have mine written down. Yep. I, oh yeah, six six thousand five hundred and one. Yep. Uh, I don't spend my money. I'm a miser. You know, you're a magpie is what you are. What? It's going to be great when we come across a curse that won't let you hold gold anymore. Uh -huh. but please don't make Vicar cry. Vicar will kill himself if you do that. That's oh, entire, yeah. like that's half his personality is just holding on to his money because if he doesn't have money, he'll become poor and all bad things will happen again. Just a storm dragon hoarding his gold. That's what, like, if Bakar was a dragon, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Oh, hey, you actually put a lot of detail into your, uh, your thing, uh, T. Mm -hmm. You've got all your two, your your tome of spells and stuff as well. Nice. Mm -hmm. I like it. Well, I suppose uh, you two went uh, halvesies on the uh, bag of holding, didn't you? Bakar didn't want to help with that. Yeah. That's right. Way to be an asshole. Very <laughs> much. <laughs>
uh, we will have the next three episodes up in weekly succession starting on the 18th of December. That's three Fridays in a row of Tantalus Tales content. It's a three-part holiday uh, session, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about that. Before I let you go, though, I want to thank our Patreon supporters. Your financial help is amazing, and we are incredibly lucky to have you. Uh, If you happen to be interested in helping the show out financially, you can check out our Patreon over at patreon.com backslash the Tantalus Tales. We've got some neat stuff coming up, including ways to include stuff from the Tantalus Tales show in your very own at-home games. If you're unable to support us financially, I completely understand. Money can be tight, especially this year. If you're still interested in helping us out, uh, show us to your friends and your family, anybody that you think might be interested in our show. Word of mouth is a fantastic way of getting our show around, and thank you so much to everyone who already has. It's been a roller coaster, and I've enjoyed our time together. I also want to thank What's Good for the use of their song intro. Uh, you can check them out on SoundCloud. And I also want to thank you once again for listening. I appreciate it so much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you all soon. I love you. Bye. <laughs>